Hello, everybody. Here I'm there to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your podcasts on any platform like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome to Cindy and Joe show. Cindy's on the road prepping for the convention this weekend for her nod for the Secretary of State. But I am Joe, and we are talking Michigan State today after the spring, their spring game. I think it's imperative because I have some strong thoughts on the Spartans as they, they look. we look forward to football season. And I'm going to start with basically um, – I'm going to basically start with the the conundrum. I don't think when people, you know, saw that Mike Mel Tucker was hired by Michigan State that they thought they would be getting a, a guy like like a total elite college football coach. And I didn't think they I didn't think they were either. I mean, some people thought that they, he they overpaid it at some point, right? But What's what's the um what is very very appealing about the Michigan State Spartans right now is what that program is trending towards. I think that football that football program is trending towards elite status. And let me tell you something right now. The 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 amount of people who you know you look at the, there's so much uh, confidence in Mel Tucker for Michigan State fans. There's so much, you know, there's so much optimism. Like, what can he not do? And you look at the way that this this program has been trending. Is look at you know he's going through the transfer portal. He's making sure, you know, people. Like Michigan fans, a lot of people that don't understand the transfer portal, portal, they think about it and they go, "Well, he's getting all his kids from the transfer portal, right?" That's what you, that's what you hear all the time. He's getting these kids from the transfer portal. He's getting them, and and, and he's not building team, you know, the, the team bonding stuff that you would hear. But that's college football in a nutshell. It really. It really is a college football in a nutshell. Like the transfer portal is going to be a huge part of college football moving forward. And the fact that Mel Tucker has been so aggressive, especially in the first couple years where, you know, he needed some infusion of talent. He got it with Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Um, you look at, you look at the guys he brought in like Jalen Berger. Um, you know, these, these are, these are huge um, there, there's huge optimism with this team, and there's there's 
Michigan State is recruiting at a level that we have never seen. We potentially will never see. Um, we would have never saw with uh, a guy like Mark D'Antonio. Michigan State is really turning the corner and really trending towards elite status. When you talk about an elite football program, think about it like this. ESPN updated its way too early top 25 today. They have Michigan State at number eight. Okay. Mel Tucker in his second year, technically his first because COVID really effed everything up. But in his second year, he took him and they won 11 games. And it's going into his third year, they think that he's a top, they have a top 10 football program. You have to understand that what Mel Tucker is doing is building something very, very special. You know, there's only a handful of teams that can claim that they have gone to the college football playoff, right? There's LSU, Oregon, FSU, Florida State, Cincinnati, Washington, Michigan, Michigan State have all gone once. You have Notre Dame that's gone twice, Georgia that's gone twice, Oklahoma that's gone four times, Ohio State that's gone four times, Clemson that's gone six times, Alabama that's won seven times. Obviously, those are powers. But I don't see why in um, Mel Tucker's tenure that he can't get the, the three college football playoff appearances. And I don't think it's out of touch, to, you know, with the way that the recruiting is going and uh, how they're recruiting and how the optimism and being in charge of the top top targets in, in, in you know, in the country, I think you, you can't rule a national championship out. And I was talking to someone who is a big-time college football guy. He's a college football coach on a premier coaching staff in the SEC. And he told me flat out, he told me flat out, the hire of Jordan – Reverend Jordan, I think I got that right name, right? But he's a defensive end coach. This is a guy that's coached hundreds of NFL players, hundreds. He 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 was, you know, he was a guy that coached hundreds of NFL talent. He's he's a guy that's bringing these kids, these these men to Michigan State to train. This is what he said. Okay, he said. That the higher Jordan will push Michigan State at the top of the Big Ten in no time. Put together with that, with Mel Tucker's defensive philosophy, with the way that he his his staff can find offensive talent, and the way that um, you know they mine the transfer portal, he said Michigan State is a sleeping giant. They're a sleeping giant. And the guy who said this has one national championship ring. He has one national championship ring. And he said Michigan State is a sleeping giant. Obviously, you have to contend with Michigan State. You have to contend with Michigan. You have to contend with Ohio State and Penn State. And they're in the SEC. You're in the Big Ten East, which is a hard conference. It's only getting tougher with, you know, Rutgers getting better. Um, you know, Michigan's always going to be the uh, good. Uh, Ohio State's always going to be elite. Uh, Penn State's always going to be really, really good. There's always the James Franklin factor. But beside the point, 
I think Michigan State football is really trending towards uh, elite status. And you look forward to this year when Michigan State could potentially be a top 10 team in the preseason. And you look at their schedule and you go, okay, it's going to be a tough schedule in probably October. Um, you know, when you, um, you know, you're, you're going, you're going, uh, you're going to uh, October. You go to, you, you play at Maryland, you play Ohio state, you play Wisconsin and you play Michigan. That's, that's a tough schedule right there. That's, it's four tough games that are, you know, packed in, but you're going to get some lead up to it. You know, you're going to play, you're going to play Western. You're going to play, uh, you're going to play Wayne, you're going to play White, uh, Western, you're going to play Akron, you're going to play Washington at Washington, you're going to get a chance to play Minnesota, and all these things could could really put this team in, in a good position when they get to October 1st, and they go to Maryland, and then, then you know, they'll, they'll put them in a good, it's a good spot, because last year, the Michigan State didn't, Michigan State football did not have any depth on the, you know, anywhere. And, and they started to get injuries late in the year, and they really started to take a little bit of a turn after the Michigan game where they lost to Purdue. They got blown out by Ohio State. And then, you know, you see that, and you go, what are you talking about? There's not much to be happy about. Well, they won, they won 11 games. They won their bowl game. They won the Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A bowl, and, and they won. They won 11 games. They won it when – their depth was really tested and they really didn't have the depth to, to compete. So I think, you know, if you, if you read what you read from the spring game, you know, the depth is better on the team. Surviving injuries was impossible for, for Michigan state last year. And it really showed when you went to play Purdue and you went to play Ohio state, obviously when you play Ohio state, it's going to be a tough sled anyways, but when you're not healthy, it makes it even tougher. But if you look, if you look at the way Mel Tucker is building this program, this could potentially be by year four a team that can compete for a college football playoff appearance. In my mind, I think they're gonna start get they're they're recruiting really really well, and I think that they're gonna actually recruit really really well in twenty twenty three. Listen, it's gonna it's gonna that's what it's gonna depend on. But if I'm if I'm if I'm Michigan State, if I'm a Michigan State fan. I'm excited because what this that one coach said, it's a sleeping giant. Sleeping giant. You have to be happy with what they are saying across the college football landscape. Saying that Mel Tucker is elite. He's a guy that's gonna, you know, be around. He's gonna he's gonna be a, he's gonna be that elite guy. There's a lot of people that think he's gonna be an elite uh, head coach, and you can definitely start to see it. I think uh three years in to his program. Technically two years in, but three years in, you could you could really see that he's got this thing going in the right direction. And if you're a Michigan State fan, you cannot be happier with that. On the next segment of Between the Whistles, I, we will be talking the Lions in the next segment. Obviously, the Lions, you know, they're, they're something that will never change. But we're going to try to get through it in Lions talk and try to figure out where they should go with the second pick in the draft. This is Between the Whistles with Joe, and uh, we're signing out for the segment.